previously on Pace. Jackson Daniels. He looks like a guy who's cosplaying as like Doctor Who. Lily Van uh, Valdo, who is a priestess of Athena. Roman Mars, who is a newly awoken reckless knowledge seeker. The Outreach Net is responsible for taking a look at and investigating things that are about to fall into the unknown, this period of space where things start getting forgotten. Jackson stands there for a minute, awkwardly wondering if he should have invited Mike over for dinner sometime soon. Distress signal located. But it becomes quickly clear to you that you're going to have to pick a group to join. They led this bleak final few years of their life somehow over the course of maybe a month or a month and a half in a sped up fight for their own survival that ultimately they ended up losing. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Pace Session 2. Uh, I guess, say hi, Intrepid Heroes. What, what, what's our <laughs> intro? I don't think we're allowed to use that. <laughs> no, can't use that one. That's, that's licensed. That's copyright. Um, um, and it has been four months since our last session in universe, not in real life. Um, so we're just going to jump forward four months into the future from our previous session. Uh, the Greylink 9 is being released this morning and there are queues around the block. There's a big new feature, which is seemingly a sentient AI companion whose greatest joy in life is to help you manage your calendar. That sounds so good. I, I want one of those. Yeah, well, they're expensive, but and, and there's a lot of cues. But if you want one, you know, this is a world of fantasy, so that option <laughs> may be available to you. <laughs> um, in the past four months, you guys also received a small commendation for finding the crashed ship that you found last session. Uh, obviously... The space gorilla monster stuff isn't public, uh, but for those in the know, those who are also practitioners, e.g. Delaney Garland, your boss, um, you see a bit of an extra twinkle in their eye and a bit of an extra firmness in their handshake when they congratulate you. Uh, so everyone's pretty proud of you around the office. Uh, that was about three months ago. So the, the 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 high that you've been riding since then is starting to fade, but you guys are still pretty proud of the work that you did. Um, in the past four months, has anything major happened in your life Lily. Oh, um, so I suppose Lily has probably started, like, setting up something of a small, like, shrine to Athena um, Mm -hmm. in, like, a semi-public space. Oh, interesting. So a shrine not just for Lily, but for anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And she has been trying to make time to worship there rather than just in her home, as she normally does. Um, Describe this shrine to me. What what about it signifies it as a shrine for Athena? Oh, God. Um, so it's, it's a lot more, like, explicitly a shrine. Um, so can I assume that she's been able to, like, rent a place to do this? Sure. Okay, yeah. So she's rented, like, a small building. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's capitalism, of course. So well, has to rent you know, it. actually, hold on. Let's make a means check, shall we? You have a stat means, which is your ability to do things like this. So let's roll it. (laughs) Yeah, let me get that dice rolling. The better your your roll here, the better uh, your shrine to Athena will be, I think. Okay, my means is a plus two, so that's a two. (laughs) Okay, so you rolled a zero. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Um, Okay, so a quite small, like something that I think a real estate agent would describe as a studio apartment, but... um, that's probably generous, let's say. Um, okay, so cozy, quotation marks. Yes, exactly. Cozy is is underlined and in bold on the, you know, spacedomain.com description. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she would have like tried to find or commission some small like some small statues because um, she doesn't really know like a good she doesn't have a good idea of what like Athena would look like because you know it's been ages mm-hmm. um so she's just kind of gone for like generic ladies um so she's got a couple of like generic lady statues around um and it's free to enter enter for anyone um and she, you know she'll be there and she'll be very nice but strict again um because it has to be kept clean and beautiful and all neatly ordered and everything um and yeah she's been trying to spend a lot of time there and encourage people in to you know pray to the gods if they uh, if they feel like modern life has been a bit too much uh the question i want to ask you lily is how proud are you of this shrine do you talk about it a lot do you try and get people you know to visit it or is it more of a quiet place that People stroll across, but you don't really talk about it that much. So it kind of is just a something that people stumble across rather than actively come to. No, I feel like I feel like she's definitely like at least pretty deep into like the multi-level marketing kind of thing. Where you know, perfect. <laughs> every couple of days, she'll like hit up her old, her old high school friends and be like, "Yo, <laughs> you want to come and check out my shrine? It's so great! Everyone, come and have a look." So you have tried many times unsuccessfully at work to convince people to come to this shrine. Uh, you, you're you there one day um, and in comes one of your co-workers, a man by the name of Derek, uh, and he's, he's dressed quite nicely and he comes in with some flowers and he says, oh, hi, Lily, I thought I'd come and check it out. Um, here, these are for you. Uh, uh, <clears throat> or uh, for <laughs> Athena, uh, is that? Yeah, I, I feel like... Lily is just kind of like blink at him a couple of times, like, like wh- what? And then like when he says, "Oh, for Athena," she's, "Oh, oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, Derek. That's so sweet of you. Yeah, please come in, pray. You know, feel her radiance uh, filling you up." Um, so Derek kind of has an uneasy smile and he nods. Yeah. Uh, okay. And he kind of comes in and he, you know, he's not really super sure how to do this so he he awkwardly kind of walks around the room a bit looking at you every so often to see if he's maybe doing something wrong or not um kind of strolling around the room looking at things being like "Mm, oh this is beautiful um and eventually kind of takes a quiet moment in front of one of these statues that he has has walked past a few times in his like one or two laps around this uh, studio (laughs) um every time he looks over at her she's gonna like give like a huge grin and like a double thumbs up cool yeah he seems reassured by your uh by your eagerness um and yeah so after a while of kind of quiet contemplation he he smiles and goes oh cool this was great um yeah i'd love to yeah visit it again sometime Mm. please come back anytime at all are you here all the time a lot of the time yeah yeah so do you like go out and you know go out for drinks or anything uh no okay cool well i'll uh (laughs) yeah i'll see you at work i guess Oh, or around bye. here sometimes maybe yeah bye yeah. okay bye come back and he just kind of awkwardly <laughs> shuffles off um okay uh roman have you had anything major happen in the past four months i don't think so <laughs> uh, roman's just kind of been having a chill time yeah you know it meant that i had to like endeavor to do less work because we were riding on the high i think that's mm. kind of been my positive outcome you know 
Oh, you've just kind of been taking it easy a bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, wait, no, no, I take this back. I feel like at some point I should be researching these uh, space pandas. The, the space gorilla? Is that what you mean? Yeah, no. yeah space. I, I think you got it right. No, no, he's... <laughs> sorry, yeah, I forgot we... That was a... Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> you know, it's been two weeks since we recorded, so <laughs> a lot of the in-jokes that were very bizarre from our last <laughs> session have gone completely out of my mind. Um... Okay, cool. Why don't you give me a uh, knowledge check for me, Roman? Yeah. Alright. Um, I'll just give everyone a quick note as well. Uh, in the four months that since our last session, you guys have rested up, so you can remove any stress boxes that you had checked from our last session. Did you say <laughs> yeah. knowledge? Yep. I don't even have that as a... Oh, no. Okay. Ah, tough. Alright. I got well, a I you're all good. mediocre zero. A zero. Okay. So yeah, I guess maybe you have been taking it easy. You've made some forays <laughs> into trying to research things, but you really haven't gotten very far. What's your research strategy been, Roman? Uh, well, what I've been doing is I've been draw like drawing illustrations of what I remember them looking like and then mm-hmm. using reverse space Google mm-hmm. image search on those drawings to see if I can find similar things. Yeah, you also have access to, like, obviously because you're a part of the Outreach Net, you have access to some additional, like, searching and lookup capabilities that that, um, that regular civilians might not necessarily have access to, and you've kind of cheekily used those a bit to try and investigate. You really haven't found anything. Uh, a, a lot of this information um, is, one, you're, you're looking for what is considered relatively secretive information, you know, practitioner stuff. Uh, so that already limits to the extent the stuff you'll be able to find. And what you do find is kind of very, it's very um, like there's urban rumors that have kind of conflicting accounts and all these different things. So you're never really sure if what you're finding is relevant or useful information on what these space gorilla were um, beyond what you kind of found out about them last session. Okay. And out of interest, because it's going to get eaten in the unknown, are we eventually going to forget the encounter? Uh Yes, probably in about. Well, actually, have we already forgotten? You won't it? Forget the encounter. No, okay. you your memories of this stuff won't necessarily get taken away, um, unless. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the information that you had, you you took enough effort to actively preserve it. That means it won't uh, slip away. As in all the kind of ceremony around it, things like being awarded your commendation and stuff like this will will form the memory in your heads fairly strongly. I'd say some of the finer details will probably slip away uh, if you aren't actively um, making efforts to preserve them, I suppose. Okay. Um, cool. Let's jump over to <laughs> Jackson Daniels. Uh, Jackson, what has your past four months been like? Uh, so I think Jackson was pretty spooked by the events of the previous session. Mm. Uh, so he has been actually hitting the books this time. Oh, um, good on him. He's been he's been doing some research, uh, trying to, you know, I guess power like power himself up as a practitioner. He, you know, after that encounter, I think he he wants to make sure that he can handle more stuff. So he's mm. been you know going to, uh, I don't know whatever the equivalent of space Sunday markets are, um, you know, doing all sorts of rituals and stuff, just trying to just trying to gather a bit more power, with the goal of. So when you're going to the Space Sunday Markets, you're looking for bits and pieces, are you? Yeah, I don't think I've actually tools. ever said that um, that Jackson is a like collector, but um, yeah, mm. but he is, and so he's 
he's on the hunt for for more like objects to add to the collection um cool so on the hunt for just kind of curios i guess yeah whether it's like you know something he could try and make magical or something that he thinks he can use to lead him to something magical that would fit his collection um okay yeah uh let's so you head down to the markets and you're trying to kind of meet people and get get information right um yep. let's more make a connections check shall we uh yeah oh okay. oh that's gonna be a one okay not too shabby a one at least you have you make some progress let's say um so you are looking through um you you go down to these markets every sunday uh down there's this kind of um as you move further and further away from like the the center of the city you get to some of the like less uh, affluent regions of of Canos and actually let's say you you head out into the um into the into the kind of tent city of floating ships that hang around uh, that follow Canos along as it moves um so you're really heading out into uh the the suburbs let's call it um and you find your way to this market that you've been to once or twice that that seems to be fairly promising in that there's just a lot of people in this area. There's a lot of uh, people that are passing through and because it's not necessarily super affluent, people are like selling per- their, their personal belongings every so often. So kind of a lot of um, like pawn shop style things, people will just buy and sell little like uh, almost like a, a car boot sale kind of vibe where people will come along with stuff that they need to sell and sell it. And so you've come to this place a few times to just kind of see what happens. And, and always it's something different. You haven't found anything that has a lot of connections, but you do, as you go there again and again every so often, you start to see the same people. Um, and one of the people that you meet is a man called Leonard Wood, uh, a a kind of elderly man, well, not super elderly, maybe like mid-60s, I would say. Um, and every uh, he, he tells you that he's there every week and you've looked through his stuff and some of it has been interesting, but nothing especially magical. Uh, but every time he has stuff that is completely different. And so you spark up a bit of a conversation with Leonard. It, it strikes you that f- somehow he is getting access to, either he has a huge like storage locker of miscellaneous things, which seems unlikely because he doesn't seem particularly well off, or somehow he just seems to get access to a large number of things to sell each and every week. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so, yeah. Um. Hey, Leonard, I got to ask, where, where do you find all this stuff? Because it's like, you have such different stuff every week. You can't possibly, well, I mean, if you're moving this much stuff, where do you get it? Uh, Leonard kind of gives a little half smile to you and says, look, I have my ways. I'm hmm, uh, just friends, associates, you could say. Can I, can I do some sort of like, is this an other check? Uh, sure. Why don't you start by turning on your site? Usually <laughs> a good place to begin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, yeah okay. I'll look at him in the site. Um, and I don't think we've had you, have we had you use your site before? What does it look like, Jackson? Yeah, uh, that's a good, good question. If I may suggest, I think Jackson, as a obsessive technomancer, obsessed with retro aesthetics and, um, not retro aesthetics, but retro technologies, specifically from <laughs> old science fiction shows, possibly sees the world a bit through that lens. So yeah. things are definitely in a bit lower resolution yeah, I was going to say, like, slight, slightly grainy footage. <laughs> uh, like, the, the colouring of the world is maybe a bit off and emphasises, yeah. like, uh, you know, the the importance people place on things. Like, the mm. so, you know, like, 
you know how like you could tell in like old TV shows what was an important prop and what wasn't based on like the mm, amount of effort put mm. into creating it. It's a bit of that effect. Yeah, yeah. So things that have a lot of like focus on them seem to be in a higher level of detail, while things yeah. that aren't as thought about or as cared for by their owners or just by people in the wider world seem to be like out of focus or even like lower resolution to an extent. <laughs> um, so looking at uh, looking at uh, Leonard and looking over the spread of things he has, that what you notice is almost all of the wares that he's got in his car boot here in the you know, car boot necessarily, but he set up a kind of little table on this um, kind of floating stand that everyone comes to when they're selling their wares here. Uh, he seems to have almost no attachment to any of it, uh, but he's parked a small kind of ship that he is clearly his, and this is something that he takes a lot of care for. Um, so from what you can tell about Leonard. Uh, these items that he's got, he has almost no attachment to, but he he has he pays a lot of care and attention to his uh, ship, to his his travel. And his there's travel. nothing there's nothing funky going on with him. Right? No, he he doesn't look like he's an other or even a practitioner. Yeah, um, he yeah. doesn't. There's nothing especially off about him that would lead you to make that connection. Um, you had kind of when you first met him, especially because you're not super. Uh, good at people let's say you'd kind of just written him off as, as an old man and and kind of put him in that box in your head um but looking yep. at him with the sight you see maybe um a bit of a, a sharpness to him a bit more like um a bit more hmm, a bit more meanness than you might have expected from someone who t to your you know relatively untrained eye just seems like a relatively standard uh, uh middle to later aged man yeah okay well so something that's been a bit of a chip on jackson's shoulder uh is that he he doesn't have any like actual uh practitionery hookups to to people who can funnel in magical items like you know mm -hmm. um he's he's read about like other collectors who will just like stalk gilded lilies and that sort of thing mm. and uh he's he's never had any of that so uh, I guess he's just going to sort of, you know, like take all this information in and just, you know, sort of make eye contact with Leonard again. And he'd be like, so if I, I mean, with all this stuff you can get, do you have, say, any ability, like, I don't want to pry or anything, but, you know, do you take requests? Like, you know, can I, can I ask for certain things and, and we see where, where things go, you know? Hmm. Leonard kind of narrows his eyes a bit at you. Um. And do you still have your sight on at this point? Yeah. Okay, you very clearly see something twig in his mind and a brief connection sparks between something, between him and something on the table in front of him. And he says, you know what, Jackson, I like you, but you have to understand, while I may be amenable to that kind of thing, I suspect it's a lot of effort. And so if I, if I were to go out of my way and do that for you, I need to know that you're somebody who's, you know, interested in purchasing wares, that kind of thing. Uh, okay, well, so what... What what was the item that he that he sort of bounced off on the table? Um, on the table, you see one of these things you had kind of written off. It doesn't seem to have any special significance. It's it's like a small puzzle box, a kind of thing, um, like a, a almost like a children's puzzle, but it's quite intricately designed. So it's a relatively nice looking thing. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess Jackson tries to avoid looking at that and just sort of you know, turns back up to him. He's like, so, um, I mean, what could I do to to sort of you know, show you that I'm that I mean business. Well, I think the best way to show me that you're interested in buying things is to buy something, Jackson. And he kind of looks down at the table pointedly. 
Uh, yeah, okay. Well, the, yeah, the Jackson's going to go for the box. Nothing looks weird about this puzzle box. With... No, no, it's, yeah, okay. it, it seems it, it seems mundane. Um, okay, so you pick up this puzzle yeah. box. Uh, how much for the um, this thing? Uh, why don't we make a means check to see if you can afford it? Oh. <laughs> it's going to be pretty cheap, so unless you really flunk your roll, it is basically just like a, a second-hand... Jackson it's has nicely made. But Jackson tall. has no means, which uh, okay. was the part I was worried about. It, like, <laughs> if I was going to try and hook up some like supplier and they ask for any reasonable amount of money, I was probably pretty blind. So. Okay, Jackson uh, does have one. friends he can rely on. Okay, uh, I'm going to say you've made that check, so you have enough money to afford the puzzle box. Um, and Leonard goes, "Okay, look, what do you need? What what could I find for you? Are you looking for something specific?" Um. You know, uh, like anything, like kind of weapony. You know, like I really need, mm. I, I, you know, I, uh, I really need something to, to to take take to the fight. You know. Now, Jackson, I'm sure you know, I'm not an arms dealer per se. Oh no, no, no! Like I'm not looking for like, you know, space guns or. I just <laughs> okay. like, you know, it, like it doesn't even have to be a weapon, but something like. I, I I just love that aesthetic of like having to do with war and aggression. So so anything, you know, that, that really gives you like conflict vibes, you know, just just hit me up. So not even a weapon, just something involved with a war? Yeah, like, you know, just just picture you were decorating like some really edgy, violent teenager's room. I want that. <laughs> uh okay. I mean I'll see what i can do and he he writes down a, he he kind of gets your your uh, uh your gray link number so that he can you know message you if you find something cool, um, cool. <laughs> such a weird request to make to someone who's not a <laughs> practitioner just give me something thematically associated <laughs> with war that's all i want he's um, not good at this <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah definitely um okay cool uh so we are uh we're, we're now but we've we've reached the end of our kind of time skip we're four months in the future and you guys are heading into work to get your uh to get your things that you need to check in on for the week um, can I, you guys can I arriving quickly, together um oh yep i would really like to know how jackson's uh not date went with his neighbor mike oh because jackson uh, invited him to dinner <laughs> did that happen i forgot about that yeah he slipped a note under the door after their very awkward having right Yes. Okay, well, let's take a look at that scene as well, shall we? Um, Please. Now, Jackson, you invited Mike over to dinner. Yep. Is it just going to be you and him? Uh, yeah, look, look, there wasn't a whole lot of forethought put into <laughs> this event. And then with all the shit that happened with the space pandas, um, <laughs> Jackson just totally forgot that this was happening. So he was, <laughs> he right. was in bed uh, eating reheated, like, burritos. Yeah. Uh, when Mike showed up, yeah, uh, I, 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 I'll leave how Mike showed up for you. Yeah, um, I mean, you just hear a knock at your door. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, Jackson's confused and he answers it. He sees Mike. I think the, you know, the connection hits in his brain. Oh, fuck. Um, hey, Jackson, I, uh, he's, made it over despite your directions and he kind of winks at you. Uh, so to be clear, um, like, Jackson's like in his pajamas with the burrito <laughs> in one of his hands. <laughs> oh, I see. So Mike kind of sees you and says, "Oh, do I have the wrong day?" 
Um, fuck. Look, I, sorry, I had a hell of a time. Um, at work, I, shit, man. I'm sorry. I, I totally forgot that. Um, that I, uh, I'm shit, man. Um, do you, do you want to come in? I, I, shit. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't have anything prepared. It's I'm, offer him a why burrito. Don't we, <laughs> why, why don't we reschedule Jackson? I think might might be best. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that'd be yeah. Uh, what uh day? And, and he takes a bite of his burrito. Um, Works for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Look, I, I'll let you. I'm sorry. I, it's clear I've disturbed you. I'll come back at another time. We can sort all the details out then. Okay. Wait, wait, um, wait. he's gonna come back at another unannounced time to work out yeah. when to schedule. <laughs> he's been a bit thrown off by this situation. <laughs> it's, it becomes clear. Um, so Mike heads back to his apartment, yeah. and Jackson I, feels very bad. Yeah, I think Jackson spirals into a bit more of a like, like you know, not like a paralyzed depression or anything, but he was pretty shook after the event, so he was definitely in like mentally vegetative mode, and that. <laughs> prolonged it a bit and uh, yeah I, mm. I, I assume in the four months they've they've made up for it um i think there's been a fair amount of phone tag and you guys have set a date but let's not resolve that scene now and we'll okay. play that out before our next session i think, oh, think cool. um jackson you completely failed to <laughs> to have this dinner in these four months <laughs> um so you guys head into work you say hi to uh one of the the bits that works at the reception that you guys have nicknamed Cubby, um, and you head into work. Are you guys arriving together or separately? Uh, I feel like... Where do we live relative to each other? And the <laughs> you, you live relatively close to each other, but not so close that you would naturally just carpool. Uh, you'd have to make the choice. I'm kind of asking, how close are you guys at this point? I, yeah. I think Lily would have gotten up early and gone to the shrine. So if mm-hmm. either of them were going to come and give you know some quick prayer to Athena... <clears throat> uh, then she's fine going with either of them in. Do either of you go and give some quick prayer to Athena? Uh, yeah, Jackson wants the lift, so he does. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to assume that my character arrives late. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So you guys arrive. Uh, Roman's a little late, and so uh, Lily and Jackson, you guys are kind of waiting around. Um, Lily, as you guys are waiting for Roman to arrive, again, Derek, this coworker, walks up to you and and says, hey, Lily, I've got, can we talk? I've got something I think you might find interesting. Oh, it, is this related to Athena? Um, it could be. It could be. <laughs> um, yeah, she's going to go with him. I just like, oh, I, I shouldn't be too long, Jackson. Jackson is aggressively rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he leads you down like one of the hallways and he, he shows you. Now, okay, before I show you this, you have to promise that we you keep it a secret, okay? Oh, Jesus, that's a horrible question. Um, it's, that's that's well, so mean. It's, it, won't be, it will be fine. It won't be anything, I prom- but just don't tell, like, Delaney or anything. I won't tell Delaney. Wait, wait, who's Delaney? Your boss. That's our, that's okay. our police chief. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Okay. Um, and he's led you to what is essentially... Uh, he, he leads you down this hallway, and as he, as he leads you, he talks. So me and a few of the others around the, the office, we were thinking that we spent so much time at this, um, we spent so much time here that we thought it might be cool to just have like a little place where we can kind of like hide away, you know, like a little, a little kind of cool little place that we could um, 
just make into a little secret area for us to hang out and maybe slack off if Delaney, if we don't have much work to do, you know, you know how it is, right? Um, and I thought you might find it interesting, uh, like we could set up like a little, some stuff for Athena in there. It's not a huge space, but oh. it might be cool. I don't know. I thought it might, you might find it interesting, I guess. Anyway, here we are. And he he's led you to like a supply closet. <laughs> and he opens the door and it just looks like there's a bunch of mops and stuff. And he says, ta-da. Oh, how interesting that this is <laughs> the place. No, uh, sorry. I'm joking. Look, and and um, <laughs> he, he kind of goes down on all fours and starts cr- like crawling along the floor. And he crawls towards what you would just assume to be like an air vent or something. But he kind of is able to pop it off and crawl through. And he kind of beckons to you. Here, follow me, follow me. And he crawls through and you lose sight of him. Okay. And close the door behind you, he yells out. (laughs) Yeah, so Lily closes the door and follows through the vent. Yep, Uh, and it's very short little crawl. It takes about maybe 15 seconds of crawling on all fours, and you come into a room that clearly used to be part of this building but has been bricked up for some reason. Um, And he stands up and he goes, okay, now, (laughs) ta-da! And you look around and you see, maybe it was an interrogation room or something. Um, Jesus. There's a, uh, it, it's, the, it's, it's like dark. There's no, there's no lights on here, but there is a, a kind of like, uh, loosely painted over window from the outside. So there is some light getting in, but not much. It's kind of dingy. Uh, but you see that there have been some like, like a table and a bean bag and an armchair have been put in here. And you, uh, you also notice over by one wall, there's like, um, if this was an interrogation room or a holding room, there's like a manacle on the, like shackled to the floor that was clearly to hold oh, some somebody kinky. here while they were being interrogated or something. Um, and he kind of goes, oh, don't worry about that. We're, we're still kind of fixing it up. But I thought, you know, maybe, and he points over to one corner where there's no furniture. Maybe you could put like a statue over there or something. Yeah, that's this is a really interesting little place. Thank you so much for showing it, Eric. I really appreciate this. Um, You're welcome. She's going to turn on her side quickly because secret boarded up rooms, like bricked over rooms is pretty fucking suspicious. Like, <laughs> It is suspicious. Um, looking around, you see that there's like, I guess I would call it residual trauma in this room, but there's nothing actively malicious in here. Okay. Okay. Including Derek. Derek just seems clueless that you have. I mean, he doesn't notice that you've turned on your side or anything. Okay, cool. Um, is he like completely oblivious to how uncomfortable it might make someone to be introduced into like a torture chamber? <laughs> he was he was a bit concerned about that, but when uh, I was about to say Athena, when Lily thanked uh, thanked him for showing her the room, he's he's clearly gotten over it. Okay, cool. Is the room like a bit dirty? It feels like it's a bit dirty. It they've actually done a solid job of mm. like sweeping it up and stuff. It's. It's like got peeling paint and stuff, but it's not. Oh, the dirt has all been cleaned off. Like there's no dust or, or grime. She's gonna. Uh, well, now she has three places that she will um, spend her time between making sure they're all clean and everything. <laughs> so you've uh, been cursed with another thing to take care of potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Anyway, Derek is starting to feel a little bit awkward. He's like, okay, well, you know, feel free to come in and. Use it anytime or whatever. Um, and he kind of shepherds you back out. 
and and you guys walk back in mostly silence i think derek realizes that it was a bit awkward but he hopes that it's just been fine until you get back to the main group um yeah so lily will will thank him thank you so much derek that was a really interesting uh little place and yeah i'd love to uh i'd love to spend some time in there cool cool anyway i better head back to it um see you jackson see you lily i mean jackson's definitely smirked um and also, can I make a wits roll? I want to see how I'm doing on this puzzle box because I imagine that's what I was. <laughs> okay, like. yeah, 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 cool. Let's do it. It's just like it's a standard children's puzzle box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a four. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, um, you've definitely made some progress with it. It's got like parts. It's so it kind of looks like just a normal square box, slightly segmented with some bits that almost kind of look like Rubik's cubey. With, with some parts that feel like they can push in and push out. And so you've kind of been pushing things and pulling things and seeing. And eventually you manage to get a latch and you open it and you see that there's another kind of smaller segment inside. You you initially kind of thought, oh, I've solved it because you're able to open the box. But you see there's another kind of segment inside that you are still kind of struggling with. Yeah, okay. So I guess Jackson's just sort of like peering into this like second layer, trying to figure out what he might have to do to that. And he just, uh, he just sort of comments to Lily as she comes up. Well, I hope... It sounds like that went better for you than it did for me. I'm not making much luck with this. <laughs> I'm sure that with enough uh, time that even you could get through this. Don't worry. <laughs> very, very political. So, um, okay. So, so things are good with, with Derek then, huh? Uh, yeah, it seems to be. Yeah. It's an interesting okay. little place. Oh, okay. Um, well. Roman, this is the point at which you arrive for work as well. That's all the info I need. I'm like, place? He showed you a place at work? I, I'll, uh... It's a metaphor, this? I think. Oh! It's it's not a metaphor. Oh, oh wait, what? Uh, l- we'll, we'll discuss it after work, don't worry. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, you guys uh, head in to get your uh, places that you have to check up on. Well, Basically, have we passed Cubby yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, did you want to say hey to Cubby on your way in? I think I will this time, because previously I haven't, but... I will today. Hello, Roman Mars. Hey, Gubby. And I do like finger guns. You couldn't see them, but I did finger guns. <laughs> I actually pictured finger guns before you even said that. <laughs> the way you said it. The magic of roleplaying. You see a little loading bar spinning on his face. And then his... Um, so normally when you're talking to Cubby, he's got like a small animated like face, like emoji face. That, that the mouth moves as um, as he talks. And when you do finger guns to him, you see a small loading bar and then his face just kind of spins around um, in response. <laughs> what uh, At what point, like, what interactions would be required that I can get to the point where we have, like, this thing where I pretend to shoot him and he pretends to die? <laughs> like, you know, you do with dogs? <laughs> are you saying that to... Are you saying that to... To, <laughs> yeah. to it? Or? Yeah, does he understand? Um... Again, you see a bit of a spinning loading bar, and he says, Response not found. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, I'll try again next time. Cool. Um, so you guys head in, uh, and Delaney kind of gives you, uh, again, a manila folder with a series of coordinates to check out. And as it has been for much of the past, you know, three and a half months, uh, it's fairly mundane work. You ch- head to a place, you take some soil samples, you potentially capture any 
like uh, animal droppings or anything that you might need just to, to store information about what is potentially going to be lost. And then you head to the next place and it goes like this for a long time. Um, you guys have gone through the first two and you're on your way to the third set of coordinates when Lily, you get just like a thought, just a kind of an intrusive thought that says that the place you're visiting right now, instead of going to that one, you should go to a different one, one of a different set of coordinates. So instead of doing them in the order that they were assigned to, which is kind of the most efficient order to get through them, you should mix up the order a bit. Okay. Um, does the intrusive thought have any kind of feeling? Like, you know, like, does it feel athenary or? Um, why don't you make a practice check for me? Okay. Losing everything. There we go. Uh, so that's a four. Uh, okay, cool. With with a practice check, you've you've been refining your connection to Athena with things like the shrine, um, and so you you're becoming more adept at recognizing things from Athena, and so you recognize yes, this is Athena is seemingly telling you to visit them out of order for some reason. Um, yeah. So when Lily like gets the thought, she's gonna go up to um, up to Roman and uh, say, uh, Roman, why don't you have a bit of a bit of a break from the uh from piloting um i'll take over for a bit if you would like um and we can get cracking and you can just relax a bit relax hey and you you remember all the driving lessons how to fly the ship etc i think so okay well don't ride the clutch and eli picks up a book and i assume there's a little hammock at the back song between (laughs) like two bits of like i don't know space truss and I lie down in that. Cool. All right. Yeah, Lily is definitely uh, just going to um, send her like a quick message just via like text and just say, uh, taking a slight cool. detour um, and then take us to the one that the intrusive thought sent to go. Cool. Um, so instead of going to the, the third set of coordinates on the list, you just skip straight to the fourth and head to it. And as you're about 75% of the way there, you notice a, 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 a little planetoid, a little, you know, asteroid kind of thing that is not registered in your map. Ooh. Um, she's going to interpret this as, like, the thing that Athena wanted her to find. And uh, so she's going to, like, uh, turn on the actual comms now and um, and just say, oh, uh, hey, guys, there's something here that's not on the map. I was thinking we should check it out quickly before we uh, wait, continue wait, wait, wait. on to the others. It's an unnamed asteroid? Uh, well, it's not on the map. That means we it get to name been. it. Well, really? Right? <laughs> I mean, there's certainly procedure yeah. for this thing, I'm sure. I assume we haven't been, like, the people who get to, you know, be cool and go around and find no, new asteroids. Explicitly, before, that's so. not your job. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we um, were told that there's other yeah. people who do the first runs and then we go and yes. clean up. Yeah. <sighs> In outreach, cool there people. are the scouts that are kind of at the at the forefront of exploring and finding things, categorizing them, and then kind of setting a reminder for the outreach net for you guys to check up on them in like five months and make sure that anything of value has been uh, sufficiently documented. Basically, by the time things get to your purview, there should be a nothing of interest on them. Okay, so... Yeah. I mean, this isn't our job, right? Like, let's just register the asteroid in the database we can name it do your fucking jobs and we'll get back to ours that's an interesting idea jackson but on the other hand this is 
potentially an unexplored asteroid. It could have so much knowledge, so many lost things that nobody else That's has had a chance to look over yet. Tell them that the asteroid is here, Lily. But we're already here, Jackson. Yes, but Jackson, then they might take the things. Oh, God damn. Okay, I can see where this is going. And so Fine. is this okay. asteroid going around a bigger, like another planet or something? Or was this the coordinates to find the asteroid? So you guys didn't have coordinates to find this. You were heading to an, another place and on your way came across this. Oh. I also, I look at the map and I'm like, why is like, where are we anyway? This isn't where we were going to head to next. Uh, I, I mean, I did mention that we were taking oh, a small that detour. Was to us. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. Roman in character just ignored it, assuming it was for someone else. <laughs> you told me to relax. I was very relaxed. Oh, well, that's that's actually fine by me. And Lily, Jackson, no, sorry, Lily, please. Did you did you know this thing was here? You're taking uh, no. us on detours. We're finding mysterious asteroids. You're suddenly super fucking keen to explore. What what is this? Jackson, I swear that I had no idea that this was here before now. Okay, okay. And Jackson, look at it this way. If nobody else has had a chance to explore it, then perhaps nobody else has had a chance to pick over it and, you know, potentially take some uh, interesting artifacts. Hey, hey, come on. Uh, what can I see of the asteroid right now? Like, is it yeah, just you guys a, are far enough away that you like, can't really see. It's, just, it's fairly small. Um, looks pretty dusty. Okay. Also, Lily has to get 15 hours of parking on an asteroid before she can get her license anyway. So it's main mill do the practice now. God damn it. <laughs> win win. <laughs> okay, but I am we are using we're doing this careful, all right? I I don't want any more space panda bullshit, okay? Yeah. I mean, yes. We will try our best to not deal with any more space panda bullshit. Okay. <sighs> okay. Let's do it then, you know. I didn't I didn't have anything to be home for anyway. <laughs> Jackson has forgotten about the dinner that he planned tonight. With <laughs> <Mike>. <laughs> I'm sure you've scheduled the dinner with Mike on a night. You're actually a fan. Um, okay, Lily. Uh, Lily is going to get Roman to like come sit in the uh, sit in the other seat. You know, like mm-hmm. a proper learner driver. And she's going to okay. try and. Park uh, it's on the fairly asteroid. easy. Uh, you, t- you kind of touch down on the asteroid. You land. Uh, you're a little bit stressed out by it, but you, you pull it off fairly effectively. She's going to, like, look over at Roman and, like, see if he's, like, giving, oh, yeah. like, giving I give her a thumbs, thumbs up, up or anything. And I start writing down the hour in the like, oh, logbook. Yes. <laughs> um, Jackson maybe goes and starts to see what's going on outside. Yeah, he's uh, bringing the yeah, life signs. From where like you've the... landed, it's just, like, dusty, like sand or desert. Is it breathable air? Yeah? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I assume I checked that. Before <laughs> yes, it, it is breathable, um, which is not super common, but not crazily uncommon either. Probably about 5% of the places you, you come across have uh, like a breathable. But there's no... Hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I guess Jackson Jackson hops on the radio. Uh, hey, guys. No no worries. Um, we can get back to work now. This place um, is dead as fuck. Roman, were you about to say something? No, no. Keep going. It sounded like you were about to say, but how can there be breathable air if you guys don't see any, like, plants or anything? That is exactly what I was going to say. It's a good question. (laughs) Okay, I say that back over the comps. Can you work out why, where the oxygen is coming from? Uh, Are you checking your life science detector, Jackson? 
Um, you don't yeah. see anything really immediately near you. Your life science detector detects like sentience, right? I, I remember that's how it works. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then you definitely don't see anything. Uh, no, I have no idea where the air is coming from, honestly. So uh, let's not use it all up and get on out of here. Uh, while Jackson is complaining, Lily is just like busy suiting up and getting okay. ready to go. Fine. Okay. And she's like, Jackson, have you never wanted to be part of the scout? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> well, that does somewhat ruin my entire spiel that I was going to go on, Jackson, but that's okay. I'm, I'm just going to I'm in the background. Anyway. I'm like, but I want to be uh, part of the scout. Speaking... Can you do this build to me? Yeah, see? See, Jackson, Roman wants to be part of the, the Scouts. Why do you have to harsh his buzz? Um, I've lost my train of thought, both in character and out of character. Um, <laughs> you see, uh, part of the Scouts going where potentially no one has gone before, you know, finding new, fascinating places that have breathable atmosphere but no plants that we can see and exploring them and finding out why and perhaps finding, you know, special, interesting things that, have happened there and that we can ensure are catalogued for the future so they don't fall into the unknown. Perhaps finding rare artifacts from a forgotten age that we can claim after we've run them through the, through the appropriate uh, procedures, of course, and <laughs> file them. It's it's kind of undercuts the, the vibe of the speech, but I like it. <laughs> it. It does a bit, but also she's very, like, yeah, You've got to follow the rules um, and procedures. I'm assuming you're um, all walk. Oh, just please. um, just um. I mean that, like, Lily, that sounds great. But do y'all remember the fucking space pandas? I mean, we lived. You know, we're all here and fine. I did things <laughs> that day. Okay. <laughs> I forgot how traumatic it was I... for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can stay. Okay. Do you want to stay in the no, ship? I'm not having this. No, I'm not staying alone in the ship. Are you? No, okay. Look, let's just let's just get this done. Okay, I've we've had this argument before. Let's just let's just go. Jackson, I will promise. I promise that I will try and make sure we don't put you in the corpse of another creature and have you join uh, some kind of elaborate mating ritual. Yeah, only How the inelaborate mating rituals. No worries. <laughs> yeah, regular mating rituals. <laughs> Um, so I'm assuming you guys are kind of poking around a bit, like kicking at the dirt, maybe collecting some sand as you're going, um, looking around, uh, and you, two things happen at once. Firstly, uh, Jackson, your life science detector sends out a small ping, which gives you a little bit of anxiety after last time. And while Jackson, yep. you pull it out to start looking at it, uh, Lily and Roman, you see coming up ahead, weirdly, some some kind of structures. They're traveling towards us? No, you have been, they've just kind of come over a, red, a ridge. Oh, as we're walking towards them? Yep. Okay, so they're not moving at all. We're no. moving towards them. Yes. Okay. If you Sorry. want to, I mean, <laughs> not like you're not being pulled in towards them. You can just move towards them if you want to. Okay. Well, I hope this is, uh, is there more oxygen towards where we're going? Has it increased? Yes. Ooh, okay. It, it has, it ha I mean, it hasn't increased. It seems consistent. And then I say, can I hear music? Uh, you can very softly over the air hear some sort of piano playing, <laughs> drawing you in like a hobo, oh my... smelling a uh, smelling a pie in an old cartoon. Oh my gosh! Weeks and weeks and weeks of collecting <laughs> like sand and 
animal droppings and shit. And finally we get something interesting. Alright, I start like a slow jog towards the, the noise. See, Jackson, how interesting is this? This is fascinating. I mean, like, okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you that. It's fascinating. But, like, I, I, what? Exactly. You guys walk up towards this little dusty town, and I'm just going to use this shorthand because it'll be useful for people to paint it in their imagination. It looks like a small western town. There's uh, <laughs> small kind of ramshackle buildings. There's maybe like six or seven buildings um, on either side of this dusty main street. Um, and you see, uh, you don't really see anyone around. Uh, you see, uh, the buildings aren't like in disrepair or anything, but they, 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 you don't see anyone out on the street. Interesting. And what's the like technological level? You don't see any signs of modern technology. Oh, oh. So it's not even like a space Western village. It's just like a Western Western village. Seemingly. Okay. Interesting. A Western. A Western Western. Lily is furiously taking notes. I mean, both. Both Kipos and Lily, I guess. Exactly. It's perfect. Can I, like, yell out? Hello? Relatively near to you, there is a building that has a, a weird symbol you haven't seen before. Uh, it's kind of like a, a lowercase T, but much bigger, and looks like there's someone hanging off of the T. Um, that's kind of a, a, an icon that is framed above the door to this building. And coming out of this building comes a man dressed entirely in uh, in some kind of black robes with a little white, uh, seemingly some kind of white shirt underneath. 100% I look back at Jackson and I'm like, I've got bad feelings now. All good feelings gone. Howdy, travelers. What brings you to our town? This episode of Pace was produced from the donations of the Doof Media community. For more, go to doofmedia.com. Thanks, everybody, for donating to make this show possible. Also, thanks to our players, of course, Elliot, Kippos, and Linus. And, of course, Pace is based on the Otherverse setting created by Wildbo. Support him at patreon.com forward slash Wildbo.